Welcome back, sis. Guess who it is? You already know. Big Frida here. No. Uh, <laughs> it's just you. And we know Big Frida not getting a Grammy. Ah, <gasps> uh, don't yeah. remind me. That's middle sis, and I am big, big sis. Big slut. I'm big saucy sis, and you are listening to Sissy Talk. <laughs> <laughs> we know that it's been a little while off. You know, we took a hiatus. But we are back, back, back again. Yeah, it feels good to be back, you know. You always have to give yourself a break. I am a strong advocate for mental health and mental wellness. Yes. So I believe in taking a break when needed. Um, and we want to say thank you guys because even though we've had this time off, we have not missed plays yes. on our podcast. So I really want to say thank you and appreciation to all of you guys still out there listening and catching up or just now finding our podcast and listening because i mean this is why we do it for you guys i know it's not like content every week or whatever but this is why we're doing it yeah i saw some people in switzerland mm -hmm. um Bergen. i don't know if i can't pronounce that mm. but i saw a lot of different cities that we haven't had before so we are eternally grateful we do not have babysits with us today However, no. she's at the nursery. <laughs> she will definitely be back. Um, so sending our love and positivity to her. Um, she's booked and busy, girl. So yes. wish her well. As you all know, on this day, a phenomenal woman and legend was born. That is the one, the, the only, only, the incomparable Blue Ivy Carter. The manager of Beyonce. Oh, wow. The offspring of Beyonce. And I, I have no choice but to stand. Okay. She's worth $500 million. Yes. Like, come on. Can, can she just please, like, just throw me some fucking crumbs? Just a few. Just a few crumbs. Um, do I have a, a sis of the week? I would say maybe Anna Jenkins. Um, okay. She just launched her own resort wear second launch. Um, which is live. I will post it on our Instagram so you guys can go check it out as well if you want some nice resort wears. And then lastly, of course, I wanted to send a shout out to Randall Wolfen. Um, Randall Wolfen actually led the initiative for Home for All. This oh, is yeah. Yes. So this is just a project that's followed the leads of Dallas, of Ohio, Fresno, Tacoma, a couple of other communities. Um, this project, it provides dignified and safe housing units and services for residents in need. Um, the units are lockable, they're heated, they're cooled, and furnished with a desk and a bed. So now people who are homeless or people who are falling on hard times or may just need a little extra help, 
actually have a resource they can actually reach out to and feel like they have a safe place to go because sometimes shelters don't accept everybody they aren't always as easily as accessible as people think yeah. and then also sometimes shelters cost money which people actually don't know um so having these additional resources in dallas and fresno and um tacoma and many other places that's just gonna help with this huge homeless crisis that we're facing that no one really has addressed in an efficient manner um both democrat republican whatever it still needs to be addressed and i feel like there are more policies that need to be passed to protect these people out on our streets yeah but i'll get off my soapbox we're just going to go straight into our dear sis segment so if you have any questions comments commentary you need help you have tea that you want to spill and you want our opinion just write into ask sissy talk at gmail.com. Once again, that's ask sissy talk at gmail.com for a chance to have it read aloud on the show. Or you can also slide into our DMs on sissy talk on Instagram. Yes, ma'am. <clears throat> so our first dear sis comes from Texas. Dear sis. That's me. I'm a 43 year old gay male that recently began dating again. A girl. <laughs> I've been seeing a guy on the regular for about three months now. So that's like, what, one, two years, yeah. three years? Um, in my mind, I thought we were exclusive as he brought a few items of clothing to my house, no, including a toothbrush. So he can spend it's weeks winter, at a time. <laughs> so he can spend weeks at a time. However, I recently saw him out with another guy and I walked over casually to see if he would introduce me. To my surprise, he introduced me but only as his friend, even though we have fucked several times and time again. I feel like he's cheating on me, but he doesn't because he said we never officially made it a relationship. What do you think of that and what should I do? Well, like I've been telling y'all motherfuckers, there are hobosexuals out here. It Ooh, is girl. cold, bitch. Bitch, it is cold. Niggas is lying and shit so they can find a house. Not on my watch. Okay. So they gonna say whatever. They gonna stroke your ego. They gonna tell you whatever you need to. Stroke your everything else. Too. Like literally, they will give you that gawk gawk 6,000, bitch. And don't even like dick. Gag on it. Don't if even like it dick. means they have a warm place They got a wife and two kids at home. Exactly. They want somewhere to sleep, sis. Yeah. Um, that and is I'm sorry. I hate it because it, it just, it, it kills me when you know, our mature people. <laughs> what? I was just saying, like, our, mature. our mature people, you know, like, older in age, you know, mature. Um, when they have to get back into the scene, you know, because it's probably been... Not mature. Is 43 mature? Yes. And oh. maybe you haven't been in the scene for about 100 years, and you wow. have to learn how that works again. You know what I mean? But again... Like our episode today is talking about boundaries. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like we are always talking about boundaries. We are boundaries. always talking about mental health, self-help, self-love, all those kind of things, you know? Um, first, you have to set your boundaries, stand on them firmly, and then everything else follows, you know? So mm -hmm. if you feel like someone's cheating on you or whatever the case may be is, maybe it's time to just let that one go and move on to the next one, especially if you're getting back out there in the scene. There's no point to get back out there to get back into some bullshit. You want to get into the good one, the right one. Um, my 
my big gay cowboy from Texas, this is going to be a little bit of tough love, okay? Okay. I'm going to keep it real. You're 43. Yes, that is a very mature age, and I do feel like from that time, even our generation, it was a little bit different when it came to dating. You know, I yeah. grew up in the MySpace age. Yeah. Even that has some type of logistics. Nowadays, you can find anybody like, anywhere. You yeah, I'm like... <laughs> These people, TikTok, now they just move differently because everything's so easily accessible. But like Homeboy told you, y'all never put a title on it. That's why I say, like you said, That's why I say get the tax <laughs> title and, uh, you know, all that stuff. You, you know? need to get that shit up front. <laughs> okay. You can't put your own label or imply your own rules of dating or being together based off of what you think it should be. Some people don't communicate in the same way that you do. So it's up to you to say, hey, so what are we? Are we a thing? Are we an item? Are we boyfriend and boyfriend, boyfriend and girlfriend? Are we, you know, whatever the case may be. Are we putting a title on it? Are we open? Like, you have to make that concrete and direct. You can't yeah. just assume anything. Now you can't assume any of that. And that way, that gives both of you because that's also an injustice to you because you probably haven't been talking to anybody yeah. thinking y'all were actually a thing. Again, you let this person move in with you. You probably want to let them move in had they said, uh, no, this is just casual sex or no, we're just dating or, you know, yes. Because again, if there's not a ring on your finger and there's no actual boundary set saying this is what y'all are, then there's a ring on your phone and you need to answer it, okay, okay honey? Okay, and leave it Because that night. might be Lady Luck calling. Yes. So with that being said, drop him and move on to the next one. I wouldn't say drop him. I just say take it as what it is. You wouldn't say drop him. I did. I say take right, it as what it is. There's two people talking. He's telling you now that y'all just dating. Uh-huh. Um, and now I feel like you can say, okay, cool. And you can either open that up and say, now I'm going to date and we can still fuck, get your shit out of my house. Or you can just say, noted, and kick him the fuck out and just not talk to him. Yeah. So let us know how that works out for you. I wish you the best of luck. Okay. Do you have another? No. I have one. It's a short one. Dear sis, that's me. I was supposed to go on a date today and he started being unresponsive with text and just you know all over the place not answering not replying none of that so i told him go ahead and just delete my number am i doing too much wait what rewind they're supposed to go on a date uh-huh they plan something i guess whatever then no response no text back no answering calls none of that i wish there was more context <clears throat> to the story um because i'm like is it like y'all just met a couple of days? Yeah, before? it's a brand new person. Oh, it's a brand new day. Yeah, I say yeah. <laughs> you know, hang it up, delicious. That's showing, that's showing early signs of it's red flag. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what that's that's the whole point. Is especially if you're going into something new, look at those red flags and you know take those red flags and run with them Get now the that kind of goes to my question that i asked on the instagram page a couple of weeks ago if you actually out on a date and the person is late and they haven't notified you yeah how long do you wait me i'm gonna wait about 15 20 minutes before i order my food 
Because mm -hmm. I'm still going to eat. Because I came here because I was hungry or whatever. Yeah. Then I'm going to order my food. Still texting them maybe, calling them. Then as my food gets there, I'm going to eat. If they show up while my food is almost done, then maybe we can go and get some dessert or sit there and have dessert or a drink or something and see what happened. But if they never come to the, the, the day at all, that's it. And then they try to maybe hit you up the next day like, oh, my cat died. Girl, okay. <laughs> now, see, y'all my people because y'all said the same thing I said. I said I'm 15 minutes max. After that, no, because you aren't respecting my time and you haven't even communicated to me where you're at. Now, there are cases like rare exceptions where somebody's phone may die. They can't say anything because um, we don't know what we still don't know what that case may be. But I do feel like that is a red flag because how we've been texting this whole time and then all of a sudden nothing. Exactly. That is very alarming, especially I don't know you. And you had to wait for a long periodically time. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So, no. And again, like I said, if you see those red flags coming in early stages like that, honor, not honor the red flag, but you know what I mean? Like, take that red flag and be run with mindful. it. Yeah, be mindful on it. So, with that being said, 2023, we're not letting nobody waste our time. We're not letting nobody gaslight us, pump us up. None of that shit. My mantra is 2023 is all about me. Okay. okay. Mine is 2023. No all I'm doing is smoking trees. Okay. On that note, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Okay. I spent the check and get it right back. Hey guys, we have sweet news. Sweet Tooth Hotel is partnered with Girl Scouts of Northeast Texas to launch a Girl Scout cookie-inspired cocktail and mocktail menu featuring five of their favorite cookie flavors. Thick Mint, Standing Samoas, Tree Foiled, Tagging Along, and Lemon Upper. Join them for cocktails and cookies at their launch party on Friday, January 13th with guest DJ. It's free and just RSVP through their link on their bio. That's Sweet Tooth Hotel. Find them on Instagram. Tell them Middle Sis sent you. Mwah. All right, sissies. Welcome back. It's time for a sissy fight. Round one. Fight. So who are we finding in these streets today? Who, bitch? <laughs> these streets done fought me. I'm feeling like the bitch at the Waffle House, bitch. I'm... About to just get banned from Can the world. Can we just talk about that? Can we just talk about how this girl single-handedly just... I don't even know what the fuck to say she did with that chair. She deflected. Like, it's like it she... It ricocheted. It was nothing to her. She, mm -hmm. Bitch, bring it. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody was talking about, oh my gosh, look how she can... She was fine. She ate those punches. Did you see what she did to those bitches when they got back there? Like, listen. Yeah. If you work at Waffle House... I salute you. I just feel like at Waffle House, they have to do something. Like, we're going to do one-on-one -on -one combat. Then we're going to have yeah, a whole you gotta group of people. Yeah, you got to fight the manager. You got to fight the manager. Then we like, they're going to be like, okay, we're going to jump your ass now yeah. and see how you that's, handle that's this. That's how you got initiated into the Waffle that's House. That's literally the they initiation. They stay ready. Um, I don't know who went out of fight between Waffle House and McDonald's. <laughs> uh, I ain't never seen a McDonald's worker do what she did, so I'm going to say Waffle House. I said that's what I said. I give it to Waffle House. Yeah, so we commend you Waffle House workers if there are any out there listening to a us. A true queen. Yes. All right, so what you, what you got first in the docket? 
Okay, so I wanted to talk about this whole thing. It's kind of old news, but it's always coming back up in the news. Mm -hmm. And that's this whole Diddy and Carisha relationship uh -huh. dynamic. How people just feel like, oh my gosh, she's embarrassing herself. How could Carisha do this? She's supposed to Broke be city people girl. Are saying this. Broke city people. girls are down. Again, she is a city girl. Yes. She gets she's the queen of city girls. Okay, she gets a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar amount deposited monthly. Monthly. So after four months, she's already made a million dollars. All she gotta do is be there when Diddy say pull up or pull out. Whatever. Yeah, whatever she's doing. Whatever she's doing for him. That's their business. And I think people that's your business. Because that's your business. And I don't think people have grasped the concept that you can have there are polyamorous relationships. There are open relationships. There's, you know... There's also mind your business. There's also minding your business. That works a lot better. Yeah. And then there are people that don't put, as we saw with our person uh, from Dear Sis, like that don't put actual titles labels on things. or titles yeah. on things. And I think we're so narrow-minded to thinking, oh, no, it's only one person. You can only be with one person. Look at Nick Cannon. He out here putting his seed in every motherfucking yeah. thing that moves. Like recently I saw this post of an African man that has a fucking he has 120 like, grandkids. Yeah, it's 120 grandkids that he has. Yeah, like he has 20 wives and all this <laughs> stuff. Like if you can afford it and if you can do it, do you mind your business. Everybody else, Joshua, mind your business. Yeah. So I, on Carisha and Diddy Love, Love, Puffy, whatever. We say more power to y'all. I like what she's more doing. power to y'all. I feel it's very empowering for her as a woman. Like now, what's not empowering? Like, why is that not something that she can do as a woman? Like, it's twenty twenty three. Yeah, let's get the fuck over. What's people. not empowering is Rolling Stones not putting Celine Dion on the list of singers. You know what I said, and I said it. Why is? <sighs> Why is Taylor Swift on there first? You need to leave. Before Celine Dion. Before Christina Aguilera. Yeah. Um, and I love Tay Tay. I love to I shake don't. it off. I love Midnights at 3 a.m., the 3 a.m. version. I no. listened to mm -hmm. Cardigan. Um, I had my mug of coffee and I cuddled up and I just listened to it on the couch. However, to put her on the list, or anybody for that matter, to not put Celine Dion on the list of... You had 200 chances. And out of those 200 chances, you didn't think, let's think about this. Yeah. Like, Celine Dion is still, or was still performing at her own residency in Vegas. And she has one of the biggest catalogs. Everyone knows she is definitely one of the queens of the ballad. She is the queen of soft rock. She is the queen of whatever. Of yeah. slaying. Like, to not put her on that list is an insult and it's a slap in the face. Yeah. And again, not to take away from any other singers, but she should have been somewhere on that fucking list. Somewhere. Y'all could have found somebody to take off somewhere that Somewhere over the list. rainbow, bitch. I mean, yeah. honestly. <laughs> like, I'm not going to argue with they top 10 because, again, this is all purely subjective. However... Facts are facts. Yeah. Her vocal range, her octaves, her vibrato, the clarity, the pureness, the melismas, the everything that she fucking does. 
the Celine Dion, yeah. you cannot deny her impact. You cannot deny her power. And you can definitely not deny that she is one of the greatest singers of our time. Exactly. So I don't agree with that. And no. it pissed me off. No. And Rolling Stone saw how much it pissed off fans as they protested in front of their headquarters. Yeah. Rightfully so. Yeah. So Rolling Stones, you on the block. Speaking of Rolling Stones, um, Nick Cannon recently welcomed his 12th baby into the world. Yes. And it was met by some criticism while some people such as Akon chose to praise him. Akon recently said in an interview that nobody cares about dance recitals or showing up for anything like that. That's a white supremacy mentality. And that's that white shit. Wrong. Like. You need to stand up for your children and be there for your children whenever and wherever. You know, they are. and I'm like, I don't know what Nick can't. I don't know if he's going through something. I don't know if this is something he sees as a positive or whatever the case may be. You have to know that as a parent, they're going to want you at some point. Yeah. And you need to be there for them at some point. And I think it's important, like, if, because, you know, there are all these allegations and their speculation it may be his health is declining he may not have long so why not use that time to spend as much time as you possibly can with the children you have here you know exactly or if that's not the case still that is a lot of children to divide your time in between and granted the women are okay i'm not even worried about them because they're like what about the women they try to i don't give a fuck because they grown-ass women making these yeah you know what you did but the offspring the children you're bringing into this world did not ask to be here so to deny them equal amount of time or to not be able to be a true father figure in their life i think there's something to be said about that and i think that does that is going to impact them in the future so yeah those are my, that's my thoughts on that yeah um, we have another fight coming all the way from Romania. What happened? Andrew Tate. Oh Andrew my Tate. <laughs> Andrew Tate done oh finally got gosh. taken down, y'all. While all y'all motherfuckers online been praising him, running after him, and la la la. Now Not our see, people. I know y'all smart. Now y'all see what the hell he been doing behind That's closed doors. A good example of fuck around and, and find, find out. out. There are schools in the UK that are now doing unbrainwashing on their students because they have been so brainwashed by Andrew Tate. So there's there are wow. people doing an unbrainwashing in the UK right now. That's very sad. And it's so funny because he talked all this shit about Greta. Mm -hmm. And then you did a reply video. Yeah. And that's what got your ass. And Greta got your ass. Greta. <laughs> No. Greta said, you let's, know let's get oh, okay. a, um, a Andrew Tate with extra cheese, please. Fatality. Hello, this is Greta. Yes. I'm calling. I have information for you. Exactly. Like, you don't think she connected? She spoke in front of all of the national leaders yes. of the world. Yes. You don't think she got connections? Come on fuck I would not fuck with Greta. She has clout. No. That's, that supersedes mob ties. Like, you have connections all around. And you fucked around, talked all this shit about her, called her angry teen and all this stuff. And you were in this robe and all this shit. I'm like, let me see this big dick energy. Like, yeah, which we know you don't have. And now you don't been arrested with your brother. On and can y'all please stop saying y'all have big dick energy if y'all don't? 
That is very saddening and very disheartening you call, and very you misleading. Yourself, you saying that yourself has big dick energy is small dick energy. Big yeah. dick energy is called out by other people. Those are just like the people that call themselves alpha males. Yeah. That is so crazy. Why? You, no, an alpha male doesn't have to call themselves an alpha male. It just naturally shows in their leadership and abilities and how they present themselves when they walk into a room. Because half of y'all are not alpha males. No. Y'all some bitches. Okay. With Lil Dick Energy, as Greta said. Okay. You need to actually send an email to Little Dick Energy, as she said to him. Moving along. Um, there's another trend on TikTok that has really annoyed the fuck out of me. Yeah. Um, so if I don't know if any of you have heard of this particular trend where you pretend that a celebrity died. Well, Angela Bassett's son, he's 16. He told her that Michael B. Jordan passed away and she immediately freaked out and went into panic mode because, again, she just lost another co-star chat with Bozeman. Yeah. And then you grow like, I don't understand it. Like, what is funny about saying, haha, this person is dead? No, they're not really dead. Like, you have to think about that. You are giving someone perceived grief. So when they start crying or when they react, that is a real reaction. Those are real emotions that you are now making them exude at the expense of a stupid a TikTok prank. prank. Like, it's something to be said. Like, it's yeah. sick to me. It's sad. And it's disturbing. And someone, I, ain't, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to say, Kaylin Allen, he said he feels like people should have social media literacy training. And we should start implementing this in schools. No, we do not need a whole class yeah. dedicated to social media. If we can't have a class training. about uh, critical race theory, then we do not need a social media. Yeah, they they barely want to teach about slavery and Martin Luther King and yeah. you know how indigenous tribes were uprooted because of colonization and genocide. Yeah. So adding this social media literacy is not going to do anything. No, it starts at home. Mm -hmm. And it's just common fucking sense. And he tried to say, oh, well, you know, I just feel like we were kids. And, you know, we made mistakes. So we should give them the same grace. We were saying, yeah, no. I made dumbass. I did knock, knock on people's houses and ran the fuck off. You know, I kicked a soccer ball and broke a window. Like shit like that. That's a mistake. Yeah. That's being a kid. I never thought as a child. Oh, let me lie to my mama about somebody being dead. Somebody so, she knows. Somebody she knows or a celebrity that I know that she really loves just to see how she's going to react. How she's going to react. So she could cry. So, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. why would you want to see your mama cry or your daddy cry or anybody cry for that? Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's a sick thought and mind frame. And I, I just don't understand that. So, that's what I'm finding these streets. Yeah. Well, that is the end of our sissy fight. If you have any fights that you feel like we missed up, because there are several that are going Man, on. Girl, just, there are too many. I'm I, just tired. My head hurting. I'm tired. I'm it's, so motherfucking tired. The streets is just bloody at the this point. The streets is bloody. Okay. Oh, real quick. Uh, stop. Don't watch Zeus. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of Zeus. I'm sorry. At first it was entertainment, but now I'm sorry. Zeus is just detrimental to the black community. To society. To everything around society. it. 
they not made another network i don't even want to say it but it is too much going on on zeus and i just i have an issue with them because now y'all 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 talked about mona scott exploding black people literally they saw bobby lights damn near fine for his life i don't know what the fuck he was on he said he was high on life baby that was not how on life that yeah. was high on something and they thought let's go live on the zeus network so people can see bobby lights yeah at his worst he looked a fucking mess he looked disturbed he and did the hair not look well the, oh gosh the hair, the hair is the number one problem for me if y'all know Woo! bobby lights that's the the hair is the fucking problem. my gosh my good gosh but <sighs> That's my last beef, yeah. and I want to say that I'm done. Unsubscribe to Zeus, please. Well, we are going to take a little break, and we'll be right back, sisters. Hey, guys, we have sweet news. Sweet Tooth Hotel is partnered with Girl Scouts of Northeast Texas to launch a Girl Scout cookie-inspired cocktail and mocktail menu featuring five of their favorite cookie flavors, Thick Mint. Standing Samoas, Tree Foiled, Tagging Along, and Lemon Upper. Join them for cocktails and cookies at their launch party on Friday, January 13th with guest DJ. It's free and just RSVP through their link on their bio. That's Sweet Tooth Hotel. Find them on Instagram. Tell them Middle Sis sent you. Mwah. Welcome back, sissies. It's time for our sissy talk. Sissy talk. Sissy talk. So today we are going to discuss something that we struggle with at times. Boundaries. So psychology today says boundaries aren't selfish. Boundaries are good for your health and well-being and they benefit those around you. Some things that boundaries can do. Boundaries strengthen relationships. They make you feel better. They tune into your needs instead of others and allow you to be kinder to yourself. Doing for others sometimes can be harmful for us than actually doing something for another person because they're benefiting at your expense. Mm -hmm. Setting healthy boundaries protects our limited resources of time and energy that we can never get back or recover. Steps to building boundaries include aligning yourself with your needs, sharing your new limits, and standing up for yourself. So, I wanted to talk about this because 2023, right? It's a new year. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people struggle with giving boundaries because the first thing we think is, oh, this is family. Yeah. Oh, this is my friend. Hell, Oh, this is work. Oh, they did this for me in the past. And we put ourselves in these situations where we're not able to be at our fullest potential because we're too scared to set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. We feel obligated not to set those boundaries. We allow people to feel that they're entitled to, like the article said, our time and our energy when that is just not true at fucking all. Yeah, and sometimes people think that boundaries means just cutting people off yeah. and being just disconnected from people, you know what and I mean? And that is not true. That is the furthest from... You don't have to cut people off to set boundaries. Hell, you don't even have to be rude to set boundaries 
Everyone thinks, oh, I may be here. No, 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 no. Setting boundaries will help you and the other person in the long run. Because think about it. What would happen if you continuously get fed up with doing something for somebody or putting other people before you? Eventually, that becomes more toxic and then you start to resent that person. Yeah. They say if you have more rigid boundaries, you might keep people at a distance, seem detached even to intimate partners, have fewer close relationships, or even avoid close relationships. Then, on the flip side, if you have more loose and open boundaries, you might get too involved with people, right? Mm -hmm. Find it difficult to say no to others, overshare personal information with others, mm -hmm. and seek to please others in a fear of rejection, which could be very detrimental to you to have either very rigid boundaries, very tight, strict boundaries, or on the flip side, to have very loose, open boundaries where anybody could run over you yeah you know so i wanted Strangers. to talk about four times in particular i feel you should set boundaries mm -hmm. the four biggest ones of course there are more examples feel free to send them in at ask gmail.com and that's with family that's with friends that's with work and also partnerships mm -hmm. as well so the first one I want to talk about is one that I think people struggle with the most, and that's family. Um, give a little background, the you know, pot meat kettle. I remember when I used to feel financially obligated to help a family member anytime they were in trouble. You know, I felt like this is my whatever. They would do it for me. You always got to put family. Yeah. Um, that was one of the biggest ones. And then the other one was also giving my own time to family members when I wasn't at 100%. So those were the two. I had other ones, but those were the biggest ones, finances and time. Yeah. And I found that, you know, I know this sounds so cliche, but, you know, they say teach a man to fish and he'll never, you know, go hungry. And I think that's true. For the longest I kept thinking, oh, let me just give them this money. Like they just in a tight spot right now. It'll help them. But then it's like once somebody starts saying, oh, you know, Red got money. Well, let me try my luck. Mm -hmm. Let me ask or, you know, let me see. Yeah. And I found myself getting calls from family members I ain't even fucking spoke to in like uh -huh. years. Like, uh, let me hold this. Like, you know, uh, let me hold about $100, nephew. What the fuck for? Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, at first it was like joking like and funny until it became a repetitive thing of let me hold this or let me, you know? And it's just like, at some point I had to say no. Yeah. You have to put your foot down, you know, you know, and it's hard to put your foot down for, you know, family and uh -huh. friends, relationships and stuff like that. But you have to, because other than that, people will just walk all over you. And then whenever you feel like you've had enough, that's when people, Oh wow. You really just gonna leave me yeah. like that. You're going to talk to me like that. Well, this whole time they've been disrespectful, you know. How often do you call me? How often exactly. do you actually check up on? Like, I hate, I think that's one of the things I hate the most is when family members call and they're like, oh, hey, so da 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 da. Oh, doing fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you, bitch, ain't 
skirt? Nope. Yeah, you didn't want to ask me shit. You didn't want to ask me a motherfucking thing. First of all, you should have thought about that. You before. been had this in the back of your mind, like, and that's what like. Don't do that. Don't small talk me because I already don't like small talk. It's annoying as fuck because I feel like there's a hidden motivation behind it, and I don't like it. It feels fake. And for you to just call me out of nowhere when we haven't talked on a regular basis on some fake ass shit. No, fuck you. Like, why are you calling me now? Yeah. So I just had to learn how to say, okay, well, what will actually help them in the long run? So I went from just giving money to them to saying, so what is your plan? You know, or I started saying, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, my life's about to get, oh, damn, that sucks. Yeah. You know? Well, I was trying to pay my cable. Ooh, yeah, I know how that feels. Because at the same time, I've been in those situations. I got a cable bill, too. I got a cable bill. I have yeah. lights. And before I actually learned like good money management, when I was younger, making minimum wage, I didn't know how to balance my money. I mm-hmm. had to make sacrifices. Sometimes you can't eat wing stuff. Sometimes you got to go to the fucking frozen section of Target or Walmart and say, hey, this going to have to make do. I may have to eat noodles, I, you know? Mm-hmm. And what pisses me off even more, because this happened with the family member, when you I loan them money, but then I see them out having yeah. Korean barbecue. How the fuck you... How the fuck? Yeah, you didn't invite me at least? Damn, bitch. Like, you gonna bring me a plate? Shit, like, I feel like that's my meal. Like, yeah. bitch, you need to be giving me something. I'm yeah. living here with something. Mm-hmm. So... That that just agitates me, and so I just started asking people, "Hey, what is your plan?" Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm sorry to hear you in that bond, but what do you plan on doing, or um, have you given any thought to how you can prevent this from happening in the future? Yeah, and of course, people in that moment don't want to hear that. Yeah, but they need to hear that yeah. because if it's like every now and then, every blue moon, I see that you're struggling and you really try, shit happens. Yeah, I'll help you, but when it becomes a pattern, like. Mm-mm. I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, because people just always want to ask you for shit. Don't ever want to give you shit back in return. Like you know, my family are the same way. Ask, ask, hand out. You know, <laughs> and for the longest, not even just for you know financial gain or whatever. It's always for something. You know, very much to move something or lift something or come help me with this project I'm trying to do or la la la, you know, but again, there's no reciprocation. There's no cause trying to see. So how you been, you know, anything you got doing in your house that you need help with and, you know, it's always by Felicia, but never by Felicia. Yeah. You know, and so like this year, this prior year, 2022, you know, really putting those boundaries down and trying to stand on them you know what i mean but you know it gets weary you have you know sometimes you fold and go on to doing things but with this new year here i would like to stand more firm and honor my boundaries and respect my boundaries respect myself and you know follow through with it you know and that brings me to my next one so setting boundaries with friends so this is another one again where people feel like, oh, this is murky water. Mm-hmm. You are not obligated to be present at every single function, at every single brunch, at every single turn up at the club, at every single uh-huh. VIP hangout. At every- No. In my opinion, 
when it comes to things with your friends. I think it's important to one, have an open line of communication. Yeah. That's important. So that way it helps me know where you're at in life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been my thing because I have some friends I haven't seen in months or even. Yeah. And like I have friends that have moved to other states that I haven't seen in like a couple of years. Yeah. But what we do have is an open line of communication, whether it's us actually talking shit or we sending memes or whatever the case may be there. Yeah. Um, but when it comes down to it for the important moments, like one of my friends that just had a baby, I, I don't know if I can say the name, um, but Rihanna, I, <laughs> no, I don't know. I'm going to say shout out to Lois and AJ. They just gave birth to a beautiful little girl. I'm so happy for them. And you know, that's the thing where I'm like, Okay, as a friend, I need to be there for her yeah. because Lois, whatever the case is, she's like, dude, fuck it, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come. No, no, dude, like with my yeah. wedding, there was no, oh, I don't know, dude, I'm gonna fucking be there. Like she makes it a point, yeah, and she's all the way in Maryland, like she or Virginia now. She doesn't have to fucking do that, but she did, yeah. Um. And again, we still have that open line of communication. I still check in with her, see how she's doing. Her husband, he still comments on my posts and stuff. Keep me cracking up and shit. And then I have other friends that are here. We may not hang out every day, but we still talk. Again, we talk about, you know, maybe it may be gossip or it may be pop culture. It may be um, how are you doing, you know, with any projects that you may have. I'm getting to the point where, like, you know, Banshee's a Bershwin. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not sitting here talking about bullshit every day now. Exactly. I'm, I'm over it. Like, and that's and that's your prerogative. And you have a right to do that because at the same time, you don't want to talk to somebody that's not able to pour into you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes these relationships could be toxic. That's uh, rewind to episode one on yeah. toxic relationships. But sometimes these friendships that we mold or create with people they can sometimes be draining. And I found myself leaving some people I called friends. I left their presence being very much drained. Yeah. And that goes to, so this is where I had to set boundaries. I had to set emotional boundaries and time boundaries. Yes. So I let people know up front, we may not hang out every day or we may not hang out every weekend or we may not even hang out every month. But you can count on me to be there when you have a baby shower, if you get in married, if you're, you know, going through a tough time, like a breakup, if you're having like a turn up that at your house, like a party at your house or a special event or something like that. Yeah. But I'm not going to every single brunch. I'm yeah. not going to be able to go to every single, you know, whatever yeah. game night and stuff. But for the most part, I'm going to make myself available just as I expect the same from you. You expect the same from me and we reciprocate. Emotional boundaries. Sometimes there are those friends. You have to let them know I cannot be your emotional dump trunk today. Because, yes, as a friend, I want to help you. I want to help you sort through your problems, get it through. And now I've started asking Do you want me to listen or do you want me to listen and give you feedback? You know, because sometimes people just want to vent. And that was the thing with me. I automatically assume, oh, well, everybody says I give good advice. Let me just give advice and volunteer all this advice. Look, I'm helping you. I'm a friend. I'm doing what I need. But everybody don't want that. Some people just want to talk shit and just want to be wrong. 
you know, one girl, one of my girlfriends, she was talking about how she was cheating on this dude, yeah. talking to multiple men. She didn't want me to say, um, how do you think y'all feel about th-? She didn't want her that shit. She just wanted, just wanted to vent, like, I don't know what I'm going to do now, you know? Yeah. And I'll be that friend, oh, you know, I'm going to listen. And then if you ask for my feedback, I'll say, hey, well, last time Don't you did, call me thinking I'm just going <laughs> to listen because that, I'm not going to just How listen. do you handle that, though? Like, they, how do you navigate those waters? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you navigate those waters if somebody just start volunteering all this information on you? Because I feel like... Nobody it, does that. Nobody volunteer. You don't have nobody that be volunteering all their information and mm-hmm. all their problems and issues. And not their advice on me. No, I'm talking about that just volunteer. Not their advice. I'm talking about emotional dump trucks. They yeah. just dump all their emotions. Yeah. But then it's like when you try to help them with accountability, it's like what they that? don't. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when they do that, you know. And that's the thing is, you know, taking accountability for your your actions you know what i mean and if people are not taking accountability for their actions and their past actions or whatever the fuck learning to set that boundary on that person and knowing how far you're going to go with that person how Mm -hmm. far is the conversation going to go like you said putting limits on them with the time and with the whatever you know what i mean Mm -hmm. sometimes shit got to be wrapped up in 20 30 minutes (laughs) call it a day you know I have a friend, she has the same problem every damn week. You know, she said, <laughs> you know, thank you for listening to me about the same shit every week, every year, every, you know? And you see, they're acknowledging that yeah. it's the same shit. Mm-hmm. I can deal with that. If you know you put me through the same shit every week, I can deal with but that. Working, your but working, your self-work <laughs> is not going to happen overnight. Exactly. You know what I mean? Your, tra- your childhood trauma and trauma throughout your life didn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So to unlearn that is not going to happen overnight either it takes these steps of setting boundaries you know respecting your boundaries seeing red flags you know noticing toxic relationships toxic you know friendships family everything you know what i mean like going through all of our episodes you know you may think that it's just one long on run on episode of one thing right because mm-hmm. most of our topics are about Toxic friends, toxic relationships, toxic because it's a reoccurring theme. It's a it's, motif. It is that presents itself in every day in of every life. Day life. You know, <laughs> throughout throughout history. Yes, you know what I mean. Look at Benedict Arnold. Yes, look at Cle- Cleopatra. You Queen know what I mean? Elizabeth. Like, come on now. You know, so it's like just knowing those boundaries, this setting your own literature, and. Standing on them, We're philosophers. you know, writing your boundaries in a book, you know, on a notepad or whatever, and putting things that you are not going to change, non-negotiables in a relationship, whether it be friendship or family ship, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need to put a stop to people telling you what they're going to let I you I like accept. that you brought up relationships because that is something that I think a lot of people don't understand. Um... You can have boundaries in a relationship. Like one misconception that people have, like I know with marriage, is that you're obligated to give one sex. You're obligated whenever your man or whenever your woman wants sex, you're obligated to do it. You do not. Yeah. You do not have the consent to sex every single time. You may not be in the mood or you just may want to cut or you may want 
a deeper feeling or a different feeling, you know, because some people do have a very deep connection when it comes to sex. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people may just want your presence. That may be simulating enough for them, you know? Sometimes people just want a very good conversation that leads to like, oh my gosh, you're so low. <laughs> Tickle my intuition. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, I'm that type of Like, if you can, like, stroke my intellect and I see yours being stroked as well, like, I am very much aroused. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited about that. Excites me, you mm -hmm. know? And it doesn't have to be aroused in a sexual way, but it can be aroused in, you know, oh my gosh, like, I'm so glad you're here. Mm -hmm. So I think when it comes to send those boundaries in a relationship, that's definitely one where it gets tricky, but you're allowed to do that. Yeah, You're allowed to tell your partner when something is triggering. You're allowed to say what can be said and what can't be said. Um, I know one of our boundaries with with us is like, of course, physical. Never, like, it should never get to a point to where we're physically going to fight each other or yeah. assault each other, hit each other, you know? And also making sure that we don't name call. Mm -hmm. Like, of course, there's going to be some bitches thrown out there yeah. and all that. But it's never like, you stupid motherfucker. Dumb, dumb. Like, once it gets to that, then you know already, you don't have respect for me. You, you lose yeah. respect. We not even having a conversation. Like, now this just a pissing match, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's important to know what are your triggers. Talk about those triggers with the person you're going to be with. Even if you're dating, set boundaries. Hey, yeah, I'm feeling you. Nigga, you a much. No. <laughs> but I'm going out with five other niggas to lunch. Yeah. Like, you you're can not the only one. You're not the only one. And you can tell that person that like that is a like I feel like when I was single and dating in my whole days, like I was very open and honest with people like, hey, I'm actually dating. Yeah. Um, so for you, I just want you to be aware because also sex comes into play regardless. How many people you fucking? Yeah. I use protection. I don't know you like that. Motherfucker. Yeah. You know, so you have to be. A, and then also the emotional. And that, that it also, takes on you know, you. that is a boundary right there that a lot of people let mm -hmm. slide. Not using protection. If yeah. that's something that you are big on. And, you know, the other person may say, like, oh, you know how they it don't feel, they don't the, feel same. the same. It, da, 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 or I don't like that or whatever. Then you know maybe what that I should like? be the person that An you STD. don't have sex with that person. You know? Because they're the same person that's telling the other girl that, the next girl that, the mm -hmm. next girl that. You know? I have a friend, ex-friend, that, you know, would meet somebody at the club or something like that and may go have sex with him that same very night. You know, not to say there's anything wrong with that, but it's like, how many people are, are he or she? having sex with at night mm -hmm. unprotected. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's a boundary that you need to stand on if you are going that way of saying, I don't have sex it with It comes down to having a respect for yourself and saying, yeah. there's just some things I'm not going to do. This is my non-negotiable. I don't do that. Uh -uh. You know? Yeah. I think they calling them icks. <laughs> that's what the young folks calling them. All these icks that you have about people. Yeah. Um, because I don't like people that don't know how to text. Like, I don't know. I I don't know what it is with people. I'm just going to say people because I can't even say it's just a generation because I've seen 50-year-olds text like this. I've seen 30. You know, 20. it just goes down to like, if that person wants to really talk to you. you people know? don't know how to have a conversation. That is one of those things. 
where it's like, hey, hey, what you doing? What nothing? Chilling? What you doing? Saying, yeah. Where where do we go with this? And yeah. it doesn't have to be some corn chip. What's your favorite color? Like, yeah. Just have like the best thing I'd say with shit like that. Have an open ended statement yeah. that can lead, and eventually it'll lead to something. Um, it doesn't have to be flirtatious. It doesn't have to be sexual. It doesn't have to be some goofy ass. And shit. if you if you land a plane, uh, never have I ever. Don't tell somebody. <laughs> That you have a, you ever put your thumb up somebody, but that's not how you start a conversation. Because then you will find yourself in a room full of people who will put you. their thumb in your butt. That was so fucking awkward. So when you set these boundaries, <laughs> or that's that's going to where, you know, the point that I wanted to make about uh -huh. having either more rigid boundaries on something. I thought you were going to say rigid condom. And then that's rigid. And then Ooh. having <laughs> a, a more open boundary. Having more open boundaries leave you open to so many people to take advantage of you, to just treat you any kind of way because you don't have boundaries on things. So then people don't respect your sexual boundaries, don't pr pr um, respect your emotional and intellectual boundaries, don't, pr don't uh, respect, I want to say protect, but don't respect your financial boundaries. They'll keep asking and they'll, those type of people will suck you dry from any way they can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait a minute. They'll suck you dry emotionally, <laughs> financially, all types of ways, you know? Yes. I want to see every which way. No. <laughs> but with that um, being said, guys, just make sure that you set your boundaries, set your intentions for this year coming up. You know, this year we did a manifest thing, a burning ceremony that we did. Yes, and one of the things that I put on my burning ceremony, which before we close this conversation out, I know people that struggle with this one the most. Setting boundaries with your motherfucking jab. Yes. Set boundaries with your motherfucking jab. Yes. J-O-B. Yes. It is a job. Yes. If it's a career, that may be different. But even with that, you need to set boundaries. But set boundaries with your job. Yeah. Because it is so easy to feel like, oh, this is my livelihood. I, I have to. They're calling me to do overtime. I have to go in. Somebody didn't show up for their shift. I have to go in. Listen, there's too much motherfucking money out there. Just like that person didn't show up to your shift, and neither do you. Exactly. They didn't show I'm so sorry. Well, I'm off today. I'm off. You know? Because you need to worry about your mental health, you your need physical to reset. health, all of that stuff. You need the therapy. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're able to set those boundaries. You don't have, don't let them Learning take advantage to say of your time. No. The, Yes, the art of saying no. You don't have to say yes to everything. Now, if you're working on a promotion and you feel like this is a job where you have longevity and you're working towards something, then you may have to put in a little extra work. But you need to know, is it healthy and this actually is going to look good? Yeah. But putting in this work, or am I just putting this in because I'm the monkey see, monkey do? Like, no, like they have no right to treat you like that. They shouldn't be talking to you crazy. It is okay to ask for a salary negotiation after your 90 days or mm -hmm. six months mm -hmm. and through that you know that whole probationary period and you should be getting a raise if you're not getting married increases on a regular basis from a job 
and it's not substantial to where it's like 10 to 20 percent then you need to start looking so they don't value yeah they don't value you if they're making you work constantly when you don't feel like working or when they said you weren't you will work weekends but now you're working weekends or you'll have paid holidays you're not getting those or you're not getting paid time whatever the case may be tell them motherfuckers no you can leave you can leave your job you need to worry about making yourself happy and putting yourself as a priority because that job if you die if you quit, they're going to replace you the next day. Even a two weeks notice. In a minute. You know, like when people say, well, you know, it's professional. It is professional to do a two weeks notice. But you're doing a courtesy for that job. The two weeks is so they can hire somebody in. Yeah. And they can train them for your position. But if they're not giving you that same respect, fuck that job. Deuces. Bye. The only two things you're going to see are my fingers and me walking out the door. Okay. And I'm taking this coffee maker, bitch. Okay, bitch. Shit. Fuck you, Susan from HR. I never liked your mm-hmm. ass or your raggedy ass. And this bitch. this is for Rachel, you big fat bitch. <laughs> like, exactly, bitch. No. That's 2023, we are going in with good intentions. 2023 is all about me. I'm okay. But yeah, Setting boundaries, intentions. standing firm on them. Respecting yourself, respecting your boundaries, protecting yourself and your boundaries. I want to tell them about our burnt ritual. Okay. That's so fun. Okay, that's my cue. Um, we did a burn ritual, so um and again, some in our culture, some people may think is witchcraft or just y'all gotta get out that mindset first of all, because Anything you do with any type of religion can be labeled as any type of witchcraft. The way that these people act like they're in a cult in the Christian yeah. churches and stuff can be seen as witchcraft. You yeah. know, some people think when folks speak in tongues is witchcraft. Mm-hmm. So you have to change your mindset. Like when I go to church, I go to my church is very much spiritual. It is a Baptist church, but that's not the way that they preach to us. So you have to one change your mindset about that. But anyway, we did a burning ritual. Um, and with the burning ritual, what you do is you write things that you're letting go. So we took paper and then we sat there first. You have to cleanse your space. So we cleanse the space. And then under the New Year's Eve moon, we sat there by water and we meditated. And then we wrote down what we wanted to let go and put into our past. Um, they say like, New Year's Eve is a time to do this or if there's like a new moon um, is a good time to do it as well. And you just write down things that you want to let go. And that list can be as long as you fucking want it to be. It doesn't even matter. Make sure in a controlled space because only you can prevent forest fires. Um, After you write them all down, you fold it up and then you burn it and just let it burn. And then after you do that, you say a mantra, pray, meditate, whatever you do, speak to the universe. Um, And then you write, you take a piece of paper out and then you write your affirmations, what you do want in this life, what you do want in the future, what you want to pour into you or what you plan on doing, things like that. Um, and you just keep it with you. You can put it in a journal. You can put it in, you know, your wallet, wherever you want to put it. And again, it may feel, you may think like, oh, this ain't really nothing. But even just the symbolic meaning behind it can mean 
more for you mentally. Just doing that could, you know, really make you feel like you're refreshed and like you've done something. Um, so I would encourage you to find some type of ritual or some type of thing spiritually or mentally that could actually help you. So that way you can set new boundaries and good intentions going forward in the future. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you all for listening to our New Year's New You podcast. <laughs> new Year, New Me. Now, it's New Year's same bullshit. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to close it out with our sincerity. Okay. Hello, sisters. I don't have much to say. Just say it with me. 2023 is all about me. All about me. 2023 is all about me. All about me. Gotta go now. Take care. Stay blessed and don't stress. And make sure if you have any questions, comments, or you want to write in, it's asksissytalk at gmail.com. Once again, that is at sissytalk at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for staying with us, for being devoted fans. We promise we're going to continue to give our all when we give you these episodes. Um, give us any feedback that you want, anything you want to see, anything you want to hear. Um, we do plan on bringing some more guests in later this year. That's what we've been working on is securing those guests. So let us know what you want to talk about, and we'll be happy to oblige. Mwah. Stay blessed and don't stress.